Hey, this is nobody in particular. Today's subject starts out ostensibly as soccer. You might not know, but I like to play soccer. And the six of you who are listening to this now, uh, after five episodes going on the sixth, already know me, so they know the story, but this is a good story. Uh, it's going to go a couple different directions, but let's start with me being uh, over 50 years old in 2002. I was um, living in Phoenix, and uh, mi amigo y vecino, my friend and neighbor Lacho, invited me to an pickup game on a Sunday morning, and it was a soccer game. Lacho and I had been invited previously to go play basketball with his boss and co-workers, but for me, a lack of athletic ability, uh, the ability to step into my teammate's way and catch a shoulder, uh, an overall basketball fail kept that experience to one game. This time was a different story because his other boss wanted to have something to do with co-workers and friends after hours and outside of work. The restaurant business workers that these folks were had a routine that really precluded after-hours drinking on any scale after 2 a.m. during the week, and Saturday night they might drink and Sunday recover, but... The idea was to have a Sunday morning soccer league uh, for, (laughs) in any case, sometimes a hangover relief. And that idea was hatched and it persists to this day, happily. Well, on the first day, my prince's bride also wanted to see what was happening. So she and I went to the first meetup and we were a few minutes early. because that's how I roll usually. And then a new tradition in the league was born. Uh, nobody showed up on time. Uh, I'm not sure if we actually stayed long enough for somebody to show up or left because we thought it was a mistake. Uh, but I think what happened was we hung around and somebody finally showed up. But in any way, the tradition of showing up late was born on the first day. Eventually, Sunday after Sunday, there was enough for three-on-three or four-on-four or five-on-four, whatever, and whoever, because everybody who made it to the field played. We were a light-shirt, dark-shirt competition. There were new players like myself and very skilled players, some 30 years younger, uh, mixed on the field to play a light contact, no slide tackle form of the beautiful game. Now, after 20 years of play, uh, the league remains welcoming. It's an ohana. In my mind, a family was created. Created out of fair gamesmanship and respect. The group cares for its members and Multiple generations of players have shared the pitch. But what about me? What about me in soccer? I was 
over 50. And I started to play and I was weighing, I was 175 pounds at least. I'd had no physical training in years or conditioning. I had a pair of shoes that didn't fit and zero experience playing soccer. I'd coached my kids' teams for several years when they were young and into their, uh, well, while they played, but that didn't teach me anything or give me any skills. And I was still wearing glasses then, too, because I had bad eyesight. My eyes way nearsighted, and there just wasn't working for me at times. <clears throat> physically. Uh, and then in 2008, after I'd started playing soccer, I got cataract surgery and it gave me 20-20 vision. And I think my play improved immediately. But by that time, I was already beginning to find my spot on the pitch. And my spot on the pitch, it turns out, is the one defending the net as a keeper. An unlikely spot for a person in their 50s, Moving through their 60s into their 70s, uh, yes, an unlikely spot to play. Probably not unique, and but unlikely uh, to be the only one. Uh, not, I'm not the only one out there doing this. But how did I prepare myself to improve? I remember I was 175 pounds out of shape. Uh, bad shoes. Well, first I bought a better pair of shoes. <clears throat> then after a year or so, I bought the best shoes I could find that fit. And <clears throat> currently I'm very happy with the shoes that I have. Um, wearing them out. Then later, or as I went, I found that I could add performance gear to my kit. I had, I was a skier and I had socks that helped my ankle, so I wore those as ankle protection rather than a, an external uh, brace. And I found tights that had knee protection, so I started wearing those. So I was going out on the field prepared and I found a shirt that helped my posture. Then I added forearm compression sleeves to protect from bruising. And I began personal training. So I determined to protect myself from injury and get stronger and better. And soccer gave me a fitness goal. On the fitness goal, it turns out one of my neighbors hosted training three mornings a week. So I got on that bandwagon and in a few months... My weight dropped to 165 pounds, which was good. My strength increased, my stamina increased, I was playing better and feeling better and I was several years in, but then a great thing happened. And the great thing that happened was the arrival of a son to Phoenix. Uh, he was intrigued by job opportunities and soccer with his dad, and he certainly lacked those opportunities where he was living at the time. So one young son relocated and joined us on the pitch. 
Uh, we weren't the first father and son combination in the league, and we are not the most recent. In fact, some of the most rewarding experiences I've had over the years have included watching the kids grow up and watching the parents grow up, too. Uh, I must say that playing with soccer with my son was a joy I will gladly share with my league mates. And in that, I just want to go back and say that I want to acknowledge everybody who played in our league over the two decades of weekly family fun. We've gotten to share the game that brought us together and enjoy our company uh, to change and grow and see what are, is possible. And I'm looking forward to more years of fun. But all that now is for this, because after one young son moved on and left town to work his plan, he returned for a late-year visit, and he brought along his fiancée. So along with the prince's bride, we visited the Grand Canyon, celebrated the holiday season as a foursome, except for soccer, because... The prince's bride doesn't play soccer. She got a wonky ankle. So the three of us, a son, a future daughter-in-law, and this geezer went to play. And I seem to remember a great game. I had lots of fun watching my kid and his chosen one running with the other soccer mates. And what I want to note is I had lots of fun watching her score. A few times. To everyone's delight. Uh, I'm going to say I'm glad she was on my team. Well, to everyone's delight, she scored at least a hat trick plus. Now, it could have been four to six goals as a rookie in running shoes. So you can imagine how fun it was to watch and how fun it is to remember. Because future daughter-in-law had never played soccer before. Overall, it was magnificent. And that is the memory that I have that I wanted to share. And I want to send warm greetings to all the soccer mates. And this is nobody in particular asking who in Brussels, Belgium, is listening to the podcast. Or, who has a VPN link uh, reporting Brussels as an overseas connection? Anyway, I'm curious. Brussels, Belgium shows up every time. Thank you for having listened to or downloaded all five um, episodes. If you're a governmental entity, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. In any case, thanks to the six of you who have been following the podcast. Pass it on if you think others might enjoy it too. This is nobody in particular. 2023.